Welcome to Legal Nurse Podcast, where you will get tips to expand your legal nurse consulting skills. Every week, you'll hear from experts from within and outside of legal nurse consulting. They will share their knowledge to help you grow. Your show is moderated by Pat Iyer, a legal nurse consultant with 30 years experience. So join our community, sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Here's Pat. Hi, my name is Pat Iyer, and this is Legal Nurse Podcast. And I have with me today, Lisa Wade, who developed a unique way of marketing her legal nurse consulting business. Lisa attended and graduated from Villanova University, where she earned her degree in nursing and is a lifelong Philadelphia area resident. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat. It is wonderful to be here. I know when we were talking before this meeting, before this recording date, you were sharing with me that when the pandemic began, your business went through a deep dive and not in a good way, a deep dive as in where did my clients go? Tell us a little bit about what that was like for you and how you developed that unique marketing method that we'll speak about in this podcast. Well, it, it, it happened like this, Pat. I The pandemic happened, but before that, I had, you know, my uh, legal nurse uh, consulting certification, but I wasn't doing exactly that much with it. I mean, I had a few clients, uh, people that I got locally, uh, but what happened when the pandemic happened, the few clients that I had uh, dwindled down to one because these were not social media or uh, virtual uh, kinds of people. They were, uh, I was reviewing paper charts right in their offices down the street and around the corner. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. uh, they said, hey, this is a good time to retire. We're not going to dive into all of this uh virtual depositions and things like that. So my client list dwindled. And then I had to think, hey, am I going to really turn this into a business or is it going to be just an expensive kind of hobby? Mm -hmm. So I decided I'm going to dive into LinkedIn. That's where um, clients are, attorneys are. I didn't exactly know what I was doing, but I dove into LinkedIn and I joined all of those groups, those attorney groups, paralegal groups, personal injury groups. And I like LinkedIn and joining those groups is a good way to meet people, but it wasn't so perfect for me to really kind of establish relationships with people. So I thought, what should I do? So I made my own group, my own group of attorneys packed full of my ideal clients. And that's when the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group was born. It's a mouthful, but it tells the tale of what we're doing there. And I meet with them. I come and talk to them every week about you know tips and uh, of things that they might find inside of medical records. And I also found out, well, 
you know, maybe this is not all that I can do to get them engaged and interested. So I started a show <laughs> and I interviewed one of those attorneys from my group once a week on that show on YouTube. And now we're up to, as of today, 457 members inside of that group. And well, that's, that's where some, yeah, isn't that good? That's wonderful. Let me stop you and break this down a little bit, because I know that what you've just said has got our listeners sitting there thinking, Lisa did what? She started a group? Where did you find the people that you invited to the group uh, right there in LinkedIn and um, that's what I, I did I would um, every day I decided that I was going to spend X amount of time it's like 10 minutes 15 minutes and I would reach out to a certain number of attorneys uh, inside of LinkedIn and say hey I've got this group. We talk about medical records. Do you want to join? And that's what I did. Just consistently, I did that maybe at first five a day, I would reach out to, uh, then maybe 10 a day. And now we're up to 20 a day <laughs> that I reach out to through LinkedIn and say hi. Do you have a feel for what percentage of people join? Ah, well, it's really... <laughs> I'm going to say, well, let me say this, uh, getting attorneys together in one spot to be engaged and participate in a group is not the easiest thing in the world. And thank goodness, nobody told me, thank goodness, how hard it would be <laughs> before I started, or I might not have done it. But uh, I'll tell you this, I'm no marketing specialist, but it, it's hard to tell when these attorneys participate in LinkedIn. Some may be there every day. Some may be there once a week. Some may only come by every six months. So sometimes it could be that maybe nobody joins that week, joins the group, or 20 people join the group. And mm -hmm. it varies. Uh, it varies so differently. And I haven't been able to figure out the secret sauce of why. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I leave that to the marketing specialist. Do you have, um, do you additionally post anything on LinkedIn on your timeline or are all your energies focused on your group? Oh, well, so LinkedIn helps with a lot of that. They give suggestions uh, at the top uh, of the homepage of each groups and it'll say, hey, do you want to notify people about this group and invite them to join? send this message <laughs> and uh, that that's usually what I do but that that message I don't uh, leave it uh, exactly how they present it in LinkedIn I kind of dress it up with with words and statements that sound like me and uh, I, I I include in there the kind same kinds of things the way that I would talk to to someone in person I, I try and make that message sound just like me mm-hmm and then I post it uh, in my that feed in LinkedIn and say, hey, come on to the group. All right. What kinds of information do you share? You said weekly you share tips. What types of things are you providing to the members of the group? Well, it, it it's not, 
you know, at first, I guess I thought I was giving away the <laughs> giving away all of my services for free. You know, you think that, but what it really is, I just end up talking to people just the way I would talk to them uh, if if I was working for them or potentially working for them. Uh, if if something came up inside a record or an abbreviation that was confusing or uh, uh, misleading, I would just clarify that. And so that's what I do with these tips. I pretend like I am looking through a chart and anything that comes up that I think might be confusing, I just expound on that for two minutes. It doesn't, it's sometimes not enough time, mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, it, it feels like I'm just carrying on a conversation or somebody asking a question. And, and it could be things about, uh, you know, like I said, abbreviations or, um, um, test results or, you know, a, the name of a, a surgical procedure. Uh, and I just kind of clarify those things at each, each week. Mm -hmm. Like a little conversation. What is the form of the tip that you're sharing? Is this something that you're writing out in a message? Is it something that you're recording? How do you do that? Well, I do record it and I record it in a batch, like for the month. And sometimes it may be, uh, I may follow a theme of, of, uh, of potential uh, maybe orthopedic injuries or uh, potential surgeries or maybe around geriatrics, uh, you know, what, whatever. Sometimes I ask the, those attorneys, hey, what do you want to hear about? And, uh, and they'll tell me, and that's, that's what I'll expound on for, for the month. And I, like I said, record those um, tips uh, once a month. So mm -hmm. that's four in the month. And um, I do that towards the end of the month each month. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I think I answered your question. <laughs> and are you doing this through Zoom? Or are you, are you, are you using your phone to record these videos? Oh, um. Well, let, let's say this. In the very beginning, I was very intense about, <laughs> about these things. And there's a whole format of what I was going to say and when I was going to say it and reading the words exactly. And that helped me get started. But now it's a little more, I, I feel uh, it's, it's the more natural, let's say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I do I, by now just kind of talk. Pretend like somebody has asked me a question and then uh, that answer it. And I do, at first I did that on um, on Zoom, but uh, StreamYard is what I use now mm -hmm. for the, uh, the shows that I do. So I use StreamYard to record those uh, weekly tips. All right. And for the person who's watching this, or listening to it on our audio channels. Can you describe StreamYard? Oh, StreamYard, it is, uh, I, I consider, it's like a, in my head, this is the way I think of things. It's, it's just a television studio. And that's where I record the shows that I do. And it is, um, it can be a free device, of a free app and, as long as you don't mind having StreamYard up in the corner when, mm -hmm. when you're filming, it's completely free. And they 
you know, they guide you along the ways of what to do when you're you're on the show, when to start. And sometimes they, they have little banners and uh, 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 titles that you can use and run while you are in the show. It's a place for comments to show up if somebody is watching you live. So I love the StreamYard, but I paid for StreamYard because now I can put my own logo up mm-hmm. in the corner. So it's worth it to me. I've also heard that it provides a better quality of a video output than Zoom does. Hmm. Well, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I I hope that's working. I I may not be exactly, sometimes I I pick what feels good to me, not necessarily what is good for me. Mm -hmm. I I may not do as much research as some others do to pick and choose what platforms they're using, but I get there. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned earlier about doing shows. Let's talk about that. What does that mean? Well, this is how it started for me. I was very anxious and very nervous about being out in the social media world public. Uh, So I put off that kind of live video kind of thing for a long time. I thought about it for a good long while because I'd see other people on LinkedIn doing these these kinds of things. So what I did was I decided and just picked the date on the calendar and put it in there. Lisa, you're going to start filming on this day. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. So I just uh, you know, weeks prior to that, I just kind of filled in each week or <laughs> leading up to that with something that I had to do to get ready for that show. With the idea that, you know, when that date comes, I don't have to do anything <laughs> if I don't want to. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that helps keep me motivated. But the rest is history. I never canceled that date. <laughs> I just, I just turned on the camera and I've been going ever since for it's been over a year and a half now. Every week I just turn on the camera and show up and worry about what's going to happen later. <laughs> and are you doing this in a LinkedIn group? Or are you doing LinkedIn live when you say you turn on the camera and show up? Ah, well, that's that. That varies. Um, uh, LinkedIn Live, I I have used that and I do use LinkedIn Live, but um, it's just it's just picking what channel you're gonna. It's television and to decide what channel you're going to be on that week, or six mm-hmm. or ten or whatever. And it's the same thing for uh, choosing if you're gonna be LinkedIn Live, YouTube, or. Uh, um, you know, if you're making a podcast, Apple uh, podcast, it, you know, it's so mostly all that matters is getting to StreamYard and pressing, you know, live or record or 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 whatever you choose. Mm-hmm. So uh, just just getting started is the biggest issue. Putting a date on the calendar and meeting that date and not being so, uh, you know, as You'll still be anxious, but 
it'll be over in an hour. So there you go. All right. Let me draw the path, make sure I've got the steps correctly. Before we continue with the show, I'd like to share this special announcement with you. Hi, I'm Pat Iyer, one of the planners for the sixth Legal Nurse Consultant online conference taking place October 27, 28, and 29, 2022. I'm delighted to bring to you Quinn Vo, who is an entrepreneur and a wealth strategist and is located in Calgary, in Canada. Quinn is going to be one of the speakers at our conference, and I asked her to join me to give a quick overview about her talk, which is called Secret Wealth Strategies of the New Rich. Quinn, tell us a little bit about what you're planning to cover during your presentation. Thank you, Pat, for having me on your conference. It's an honor, and I know how how important this talk is for not just for 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 my students, but for the for the public, because a lot of us have been brainwashed and been blindfolded to see the reality of of the truth behind many many of the um, myths around wealth building. So my my goal is to break all the myths and uh, to give them the truth about wealth building, and to break to break the cycle of the the what I call the traditional wealth building, which is takes which takes like 30 to 40 years. I try to teach people to do it in three years or less. So that's why I call it the secret wealth strategies of the new rich. So what we will be covering um, is these three main points. The first is the three invisible money blocks that most people have, and that's the reason why they are still broke. And the second we're gonna cover is the three types of income that we must have, and I'm not just saying we should have, we must have in order to become financially free, especially if you're gonna do it under three years or less. Mm-hmm. And um, now the 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 best thing about this strategies is that even if you're making six figure, seven figure, or even eight figure, you will be able to pay, to pay almost zero tax if you are actually using all of these strategies. And, uh, and then I'm gonna go through the seven steps uh, the step-by-step system of the money mastery formula that teaches people how to create generational wealth and uh, true freedom. So we won't have time to go into the details of the seven steps, but at least you will know what it takes. All right. It sounds like a great overview and an opportunity to think about our financial management in a different way and examine some of those things that, as you said, are causing us to pay excessive taxes that will help us in building our business. I appreciate the fact that you'll be joining us at the conference. The link to sign up for the conference is right below this video. It is http colon forward slash forward slash lnc.tips forward slash October 2022 virtual. That link again is lnc.tips forward slash October 2022 virtual, and you'll have an opportunity to meet Quinn and get the benefit of her knowledge as a person who has mastered this whole wealth area coming from an accounting background and applying that to being a business owner. Quinn very well knows the small business world and has been in this space for several years. So you'll enjoy meeting Quinn 
and please be sure to sign up now for that conference. If you see this video after the conference is over, we will be providing the recordings. We'd love to have you there live. Thanks so much. Thank you, Pat. Now let's return to the show. You established the LinkedIn group and began inviting attorneys and started off with five attorneys a day or yeah, a week? I, I, five attorneys that I would invite to join the group each day. Each day. Then you went to 10. Now you're at 20. Attorneys are joining the group and once a month you're sitting down and doing some batch recording, answering brief questions or sharing tips that you have derived from being a legal nurse consultant. And then you also have a live program that you do. Is that every week? Is that every month? Every week. Every week. And how long is that? Uh, we, we film Mondays, 5.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I always like leave an hour uh, for, for it to happen. But generally, it lasts for about 25 minutes on average. Some people talk a lot more. Lawyers talk a lot. <laughs> Some talk a little less. Uh, more concise, let's just say. And uh, But mm -hmm. I always leave an hour open. And then who are the guests on that show? And that's, to be a guest on the show, they have to sign up and be part of my attorney medical record resource. So that's the only qualification. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it is just one of the members of the group. And we kind of use that as a way to get to know each other. Attorneys like to get to know each other. Sometimes they make referrals uh, with each other across the country. <laughs> and uh, that's been very nice to go from just taking attorneys in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area to working with people in California. So mm -hmm. that is, that's how it goes. I answer the question because you, you put things together so nicely and concisely in an organized manner. So I'm a little more haphazard, I guess. Well, that's the way that my brain works, Lisa. <gasps> that's good. The people you're interviewing are the attorneys who are members of your group. Mm -hmm. And you do that every Monday and it lasts about 25 minutes, and that's through StreamYard. Yes. Do you have a preliminary meeting with them before you interview them, or do you get right on StreamYard with them and get to know them during that time? Uh, well, you know, it varies. It varies because it, everybody does not, all these attorneys don't do things exactly the same way. I do leave an opportunity that they can schedule a call ahead of time to work out technical issues or uh, to chat uh, ahead of time. And some people take advantage of that and they do want to meet for 10 or 15 minutes uh, uh, prior to uh, being on the show. But some just say, hey, I'm showing up. <laughs> and Mm -hmm. And whatever happens when we get there happens. It'll all be natural and genuine. Have you ever had any technology snafus with your guests? Camera doesn't work. Microphone doesn't work. Somebody's walking behind them in the background. Yeah. 
every single one of those things has happened in a year and a half. There have been kids and pets and people that at the, you know, at the last moment just couldn't get logged on and I had a telephone held up to the mic. <laughs> that, mm. That's how we did our interview. So uh, anything could happen. So be, be ready for anything and don't be surprised by anything. And I always think there's a way to handle everything. <laughs> Even if it is, let's cancel the show today. <laughs> it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But um, usually what I do, it, and it has happened that, you know, that that person has not shown up. Sometimes they have a deposition or they even forgot the show was happening. So I decided to turn that into an opportunity. And those shows, which are live, end up being legal nurse consultant Q&A days. Mm-hmm. So I, I sometimes I have questions already on the ready. If nobody is there live to ask a question, I'll ask the question myself. <laughs> Lisa, what do you do as a legal nurse consultant? Do you do medical record reviews? Do you do case screenings? Do you locate experts? And I'll answer I'll take that time to answer those questions myself mm-hmm. on an impromptu Q&A day for legal nurse consultants. Okay. Are there specific or standard questions that you ask the attorneys during these 25-minute long interviews? Yes, and it's very easy because every week for a year and a half, I've asked them each exactly the same question. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it makes it easy. <laughs> so I, I email those questions out ahead of time. They can uh, look them over and and answer, you know, formulate answers ahead of time, or a lot of them decide we'll just take care of it when I get there. And uh, it, it makes it easy, but it also makes it interesting because even though they're the same questions, they don't always have the same answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it and it varies as much as they vary with <laughs> the things they do, the time frames they have. So. Uh, it, it still ends up being an interesting show. I think it's John Lee Dumas who started Entrepreneur on Fire. I'm not positive if he's the person who did that podcast, but it was one of the Entrepreneur on Fire is one of the um, the biggest, most downloaded, most listened to podcasts in all time, and he's figured out how to monetize this show to the nth degree and he asks the same question of every guest over and over and over and over again and as you said the answers vary considerably so some people have who got into podcasting mimicked him and thought well if if it's good for him it's good for me and so they ask the same questions Listeners who are watching this show or seeing it on my YouTube channel, Legal Nurse Business, know that we have topics that are that vary specifically based on the guests. And I see advantages to both approaches. I think as the podcast host, it's probably the easiest on you to have the same questions repetitively 
it's a little harder for me as the podcast host because I'm trying to discreetly glance down at the questions that are in front of me at the same time paying attention to you and maintaining eye contact. So that's a little behind the scenes tip for our viewer as to what we're doing right now. Now you mentioned the attorney group, but I know you've got another group as well. Tell us about how that one got started. Well, this is how it happened. <laughs> I, I was tooling around like I do every week inside my attorney group. I, I had someone scheduled to be on the show. And sometimes we do talk before showtime. And the an attorney asked me, hey, Lisa, who do you know? I, I'm looking for an expert to uh, possibly testify in a case. Do you know somebody in this particular specialty? And I said, no, I don't know anybody, but I can find someone for you. That's what I do. And I, I looked and, and it took a little while because they had some specific needs for uh, experts. So 72 hours later, I called and said, I found your expert. And they said, I already got somebody. <laughs> so, and then guess what? It happened again. Less than 30 days later, somebody, mm -hmm. an attorney during the show or before the show said, hi, I need an expert. Do you know anybody? And I said, oh, man, I it, you know, it might be in a different state. And so I said, let me look. And then I said, let me get this done fast. <laughs> you know, 48 hours later, I called and they said, oh, I already found somebody. So I said, listen, there's some kind, there's money on the table getting lost because I can't have anybody right away. So there's mm. some way to deal with it. So I said, if I started an attorney group for attorneys to be there, uh, you know, potential clients when, you know, whenever I, I was needed, why can't I start a group of experts to have everybody all in one place? And so I don't even, when somebody asks, I can just tell them before we get off the phone. I know somebody, here they are. <laughs> and uh, That's when I, in May of this year, started another group, Expert Witness Entrepreneurs. And as of today, we are at 178 members. And we've been making referrals back and forth to each other, you know, maybe a weekend to, to this group. So it's just another way to have people in place for referrals uh, in advance. Mm -hmm. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, let's talk about the results of this because you've described a well laid out plan that evolved. You didn't start it with the end in mind. In the beginning, what has happened to your business what are the benefits to you for being in charge of these two groups, forming the groups and keeping the groups going and engaged? Well, uh, one thing I decided to do inside of my attorney group, I decided to, since people were mentioning meeting experts, I decided to have another weekly regular portion or regular post inside the group. And I call it Expert Witness Wednesday. And somebody, another expert, an expert testifying expert from our expert group, if 
I've had an interview with them and I do different versions of, of my weekly show, oh, which is called Should You Take That Case, by the way. So I do uh, another version of Should You Take That Case, Expert Edition or Expertly Linked Edition. And I interview uh, an uh, expert inside of that show and I take a portion or a clip of that and I put it inside the attorney group each week. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a chance for those attorneys to see somebody in a, a specific specialty. And when they need that kind of expert, they just let me know. So it, I am exposing uh, these groups to each other for possible referrals and work for everybody. And have you gotten clients yourself from being involved in this? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> and it's working out nicely. So as I said, my attorney group has about 457 members. And I'll tell you, 16 of them are clients, not all repeating clients, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, a significant amount are repeating clients. And when I started this group to be down to one client, <laughs> 16 is it's yes. a, a good thing. And it's a very good thing. So I, I like I like the fact that, uh, you know, everybody is is there uh, inside the attorney group. But it's it's not like a pressured sale. It's a private group. So there's, you know, nobody else in there kind of presenting or spamming anybody you know? mm-hmm. and uh and it's just a comfortable uh place to to be comfortable lobby as it will a place for them to sit and wait and when they need me i'm on the top of their mind so that i like so i've had attorneys that had my first message to them inside of linkedin was two years ago and they just responded last week to, to that message yes. But I also have attorneys who I, I sent a request to join the group or be on the show. I sent it last week and they responded maybe a day later mm-hmm. and, and joined the group. So it it all varies. Two years, two minutes, two months. It's, right. it's, it's a hodgepodge. But like I said, I'm not a marketing specialist. Maybe they could figure it all out and get a formula from it. But uh I just uh, plant, just consistently do the same things, consistently reach out to the same kinds of people every day. And that helps me, I guess, get a uh, momentum going. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and in the expert group, I have people in the expert group that I have used as subcontractors. And that is also nice and helpful. So when some, when an attorney calls and, and they need work done in a specialty that's not mine, which I'm mostly long-term care. But if they need an emergency room uh, specialist or uh, operating room specialist, it's good to have uh, in the uh, bank some experts like other legal nurse consultants that are in that specialty. So yes. I can send out that subcontracting work and because we are not turning down any work. Mm-hmm. So if I can't do it, I know somebody that can. That that's my goal to to get those referrals going across the country. Make this a whole nationwide referral thing. Perfect. 
how can our listener find out more about you, the services you offer, and how to join your group? Well, visit me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Lisa Wade. Uh, visit me on LinkedIn. Find me. Befriend me. I befriend bunches of people <laughs> inside of LinkedIn. And then just message me. The name of our attorney group is the Attorney Medical Record Resource Group. Just look us up inside of LinkedIn or visit, because I'm always posting on my LinkedIn business page, Wade Nurse Consultants. Find us there. Uh, everything I do is always funneled inside the business page on LinkedIn. And mm -hmm. the uh, expert witnesses, join our group, expert witness entrepreneurs. Find us inside of LinkedIn and and request to join. Got it, Lisa. Uh, it's a fascinating system, and I'm so pleased that it has built up your business, and it's given you an opportunity to connect with people and for them to see the value of what you know, what you have to offer. It is a wonderful form of marketing and unique, and I'm glad that you spent the time with us sharing your system I know it's going to stimulate some thought among the people who are watching this show or listening to it. So thanks again for being a guest on the show, Lisa. And thanks to you who's watching this show or listening to it on the audio channels. I have a group on LinkedIn also called Legal Nurse Consultant Marketing. You can join my group. Also be sure to subscribe to this program if you're watching it on the YouTube channel, which is Legal Nurse Business. Give a like, leave a comment, uh, tell us what you're interested in hearing about, and I'm always looking for those comments. And I use LinkedIn to find guests for this show. So if you're connected with me on LinkedIn or not, be sure to connect through linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Pat Iyer, I-Y-E-R. And I'd love to connect with you. Thanks so much. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> My name is Pat Iyer, and I have with me Nancy Stuck, who is an experienced nurse, an experienced legal nurse consultant, and an experienced emergency department nurse. Nancy is an expert witness, an expert fact witness, and a behind-the-scenes consultant, and we've just finished a podcast. Nancy, what were some of the things that we covered in the show that we just completed? Well, we spent a lot of time about pre-hospital before the patients even come into the emergency department. Um, one of the things we talked about is how do providers get to the scene, who calls them through 911, and then once they are there, who makes the decision of this patient being transferred away from the scene, whether it goes by ambulance or by flight. Um, there's actually um, EMS field guide of, is developed by the American College of Surgeons that helps, that can help the uh, companies make that decision. Uh, we talked also about the stress that EMS providers must go under. Um, sometimes they witness crimes while, the, while they're trying to take care of a patient. Um, they have to worry about their own safety as well as the safety of their patient, safety of the people in, the, in an ambulance or a helicopter. Both types of transports have been available, uh, 
involved in crashes. And we talked about different uh, instances of that. We also talked about the controversy of backboards, how their um, the universal protocol is not to use them as often as they used to be. And talking about the difference between types of neck collars, a soft collar versus a hard collar. And then we also talked about in more rural areas, the use of the chase car to provide extra, a higher level of care to EMS on the scene um, from an additional provider. Wonderful, Nancy. If you're involved in reviewing cases with rescue squad records, fire department records, basic life support, advanced life support, or helicopter transport, you'll want to be sure to watch this episode of Legal Nurse Podcast on our YouTube channel at Legal Nurse Business or on the audio channels like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or our website at podcast.legalnursebusiness.com. Thanks so much. You'll not want to miss Nancy Stuck's podcast. And this is Pat Iyer saying, be sure to get it. Thanks so much. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Check out Pat Iyer's resources for legal nurse consultants on LegalNurseBusiness.com. Pat coaches legal nurse consultants so they make more money, get more clients, and avoid expensive mistakes. Check out her coaching program at LNCAcademy.com. Please subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our community to get notified of each new episode and to receive the transcript of today's program. Complete the request form on podcast.legalnursebusiness.com. We appreciate you and your interest.